This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The Minutia Men Celebrity Interview is up next, but first... Take a listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Kimmy. I'm Tommy. And I'm Sam. At at Ann Friends, we're dedicated to bringing you the... At Ann Friends, we're de- dedicated to bringing you the straight facts and hot takes. You guys hear penises are getting smaller? Oh, Jesus Christ, Tommy, what happened to your hair? For what it's worth, Tommy, I still like it. Listen to Ann Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Man Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Okay, this is exciting for us. I say this every week, but this, uh, this, no, this one, it really this is. one is, really this is. Time. Um, uh, this is a, a person you may not recognize his name, John Lair. Uh, but he is you've seen him a million times and and I hate to say this to you John because you have such a, an accomplished career but the thing that I always think about when I see you are those Geico ads you are you are the caveman you're one you're one of the cavemen original absolutely man I'm I no no uh, no offense taken I, I'm a proud caveman that was a great gig and Jesus, it continued. I'm like, it was, it was great on so many levels, but the main thing was that it was like, uh, all the good parts about being on, on a series of commercials without any of the bad. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, yeah. And no one's recognizing you, right? It's not like a diarrhea spot or anything. It's not like, you know, you're not the uh, Pepto-Bismol lady. (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, I, I look, I, uh, you know, you look at like flow. I love her and you know, I know, uh, she's, uh, I know the actress as well. And, but you know, when you're, when you're the sprint guy or, or that kind of a thing, that's kind of it. Yeah. That's who, um, and so fortunately I was able to do other stuff and still have all of that. And it was a blast. The well, I mean, you, was, you're probably not even that recognizable, uh, from that because of all no, the makeup and everything, right? Unless not still- at all. In, in fact, the only person that really, that recognized me early on was my daughter who was like two at the time. Wow. She just, and somehow she could tell, but yeah, I mean, the only the only thing that was me were my eyes. Uh, yeah. Everything else is uh, is either rubber or hair or a combo or glue or and the teeth were even these weird uh, things that would. It wasn't like fake teeth, like those vampire teeth you would right. have as a kid. They they were like these. Um, like veneer almost. I didn't even know how they stuck on, but somehow they hung on to the gums. Like <laughs> my son, my son was, is over here. Yeah. And he's like, I'll put them my on. Son's home, my son's home from school today. Okay. Uh, which is, uh, is he sick? Bonus. Is he sick or? Yeah, um, do you yeah. have kids? Oh yeah. yeah. The, the okay, sick in parentheses. So exactly. Uh, I would put, I would put it in italics, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so when you, talking about the the makeup things that that must sounds like that must have taken forever to to do the makeup yeah it was um three hours holy laying laying on a table uh while three while two or three um super nerdy and i you know uh, (laughs) what you mean in the uh, nicest possible way (laughs) exactly uh dungeons and dragons kind of guys (laughs) would be just 
touching you for and that was the that was actually kind of the hardest part was just yeah. being touched <laughs> by yeah. people all day it, it like right you, you know listen i'm not complaining i mean it's right. better than working a real job which i've worked yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. hey fred uh, do we need to do the whole caveman thing there too because really i've got clothes on uh it, you know this it's not necessary to do that do it all the way to the very end <laughs> <laughs> exactly i i you know the I did a spot uh, for um, with Billie Jean King. It was a tennis uh, spot, right? And you and, uh, didn't you uh, you were you were thinking that she was getting in your head, right? Or that uh, yes, the, yeah, 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 she yeah. was trying to mess with me, oh, and I was right. like, and, and I was like, look at the scoreboard, and then of course at this on the scoreboard it also said right. even a caveman can do it, <laughs> right, and I was right. offended. But uh, but I had to wear as the caveman is this kind of metrosexual. Uh, character I wore they had me in these really kind of uh, tight uh, uh, short right. tennis shorts like from 1970 you know right whatever yes. and, <laughs> <laughs> which was really funny but uh, but, but that is more makeup right right the hair yeah, they had the to legs. put this they had to put hair on my legs uh, and, uh, yeah and, which is which is really um they would do it in a few different ways. Like if it were if if it was like just leg hair, they would just glue it on. Okay. If it was like a close up of your hand, they would do this thing called um I forgot what it was called. I think it was it was like electrostatic where they would literally put the hair on your hand and then they would send a current through your skin that would make the hair stand up Jeez. so that it would look I mean you it didn't you I couldn't feel anything but it w- it would just make it look like the hair was I guess the, the static would hold the hair to my skin wow. so that's like if they had a close up which was really weird but anyway the leg hair they would have these sheets of hair that they made that they would l- literally like wrap the leg in it and then glue a seam and, and, and it would stick to you. Right. And it would look, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would look yeah. so real. And the, whenever it was like, so for the legs, they had the hair person do it. Like there's a person who does the teeth. There's a person who does the face. There's a person who does the hair. And the person doing the hair on my legs was this woman, which I had never had a female. um, These guys were all male. They were all, like I said, like Dungeons and Dragons kind of guys, really sweet but never a woman. And so this woman is doing the legs, yeah. doing my legs. I think I see where this I'm is in, going. <laughs> and I'm in, I'm in, I'm in my boxers. <laughs> and all of a sudden she like lifts my, my junk uh-huh. and tucks the hair right up against my, <laughs> wow. You know, where my, yeah. Yeah. Good morning, and everybody. I was, <laughs> and, I, and yeah. And this was like at three in the morning because you yeah. have to get there before anybody else to get it all ready. <laughs> And I remember at the time thinking, holy shit, crap, did she just do that? And, uh, excuse me, ma'am. And, I'm, I'm usually waved to you with my hands. Yeah, I, I was just like, is this like a me too? This was before me too. But I mean, right. like, did I just get like what? And then I th- and I was like, gosh, she should have said permission or something. And then and then I thought about it. and I was like, no, yeah, this is what a pro. This is what a pro. Right. You're a professional. Like, Let's not yeah. have a meeting. Let's not talk about it. Let's just do it and get out there. And and uh, and so that honey that. is how it happened. Yeah. And, and how long have you been? Uh, yes. And how long have you been married to her? Uh, uh, speaking of your wife, does she ever say, John? You know, loading the dishwasher correctly is so easy. A caveman can do it. Does she? <laughs> you know, she. My 
wife, you know, I don't even know if she saw all the spots. Yeah. She's, and, you know, she's never been one to like be overly excited about any of the stuff yeah. I've done. I mean, our she, wives she are exactly it. the same way. <laughs> it keeps yeah. you grounded, yeah. doesn't it? Yes, it does. She's, and like, I even stopped giving her scripts that I've written because she's always been like, well, it's good. I yeah. can understand uh-huh. this part. It's never like, oh my God, that's so great. Oh, no, I, never. You're preaching to the choir. Right <laughs> yeah, now. exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, we are both yeah. authors too, well, well, so we we know exactly well, what you're talking. You know about. Barack Obama. You know Michelle Obama's. You know criticizing him for leaving his socks and you know right exactly her, exactly know. exactly. exactly. No, nothing she, I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a feeling Melania probably doesn't. She probably just stays away. Right. They, they haven't been in the same room for two years, probably. Yeah, I don't think she's seen him uh, except over a, a video screen. Yeah. You're right. They're not. They they don't. But uh, yeah, she. You know. Most most guys, most people in my business, like their their significant other, yeah, sort, of like, sort of non impressed. Right. <laughs> well, so let's talk about you know in your business. I mean, you're you're uh, in show business. You, you're a writer, a producer. You've done all sorts of great stuff, but um, you also were in Chicago and you went to Northwestern. Yep. You were a teacher. You were an elementary yes. school teacher in Chicago. Tell us about LA that. Unif- I mean, uh, Chicago public schools. Yeah. I taught it. I, I substitute taught in uh, Cabrini, oh. but Cabrini's not there anymore. No, yeah. no. It's okay. like a, it's like a, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's, it's gentrified it's, now. It's, it's very nice. I know. I, I went back, this was before they tore Cabrini down, but I went back, to like um, that area, and I was like, "Oh my God, there's a Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> no, no, right, right, exactly. right. Treasure, drugs, Whole Foods, you know, like and everything. Jesus. This is a Target here. What the heck? Yeah, I yeah. know it's so bizarre, but um, yeah, I, I substitute taught in Cabrini Green and all kinds of South Side, all over the place, and then I um, uh, taught uh, fifth and sixth grade. Uh, at Kilmer Elementary. Oh Give shit! I know out. that. That's Northwest, or that's like on. I don't know, like Peterson yeah. and Clark or whatever. Right? That's right. Yeah, 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 it's like a Devon, Devon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, right up in there. I I went to school on. Um, I went to Hate Elementary at oh, Greenview yeah. and Devon, basically. Dude, we're I, like brothers. I, yes, I substituted at those places. Yes. Uh, but I don't know how young you are, but maybe there's a chance I was your teacher. No, he's uh, 55. Yeah, more, he's a good chance oh, okay. that he was right. your teacher. I'm, yeah, I'm as old as an Australia <laughs> pithecus. Right. I'm older than the caveman, you know. At, uh, <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, but it was, it, yeah, I, I loved it. I it, it, it was like the best. I, I mean, I went to Northwestern to be a teacher. I didn't really, I mean, I, I loved performing, but I never thought, I came from Kansas. I didn't really I, I don't seriously consider that you could actually make a living doing right. grammar as all of my <laughs> oh, fancy <laughs> pants my... in Hollywood, yeah, yeah. Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They give it to me now. All my cousins and, and I have a lot of family on the Lear side, on my dad's side, and they all make fun of me. Uh, but they also always come out and visit. And won tickets to stuff. Yeah, right. Exactly. Know. Yeah, I'm good <laughs> like, enough now. When you want to see Kimmel, yeah, but, exactly. but you know, before, um, you know, I noticed that you, or I read on, on a Wikipedia page or an interview, you're you've converted to Judaism, and you're part of my team. Good job. Hey, welcome to the team, yes. buddy. Shalom, my brother. Shalom. <laughs> and you're, uh, yeah. I mean, I I got sober uh, like 22 years ago after spending the night in jail 
uh, on LSD. Huh. And uh, <laughs> that'll do it. And, yeah. uh, that 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 led to where's Mr. You know, Lear? Oh, he is. He's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, and so I. Uh, I had, you know, it was kind of a wake up. I got sober and I didn't like find religion, but I did kind of start finding uh, a friend gave me. I was doing a show called um, Jesse, not the one that's on uh, now. This was one starring Christina Applegate. Sure. And it was on between friends and Frasier. You were the brother. Weren't you? Weren't you the brother? It was the it was another incredible gig because I didn't. The the brother was um, a stoner, wasn't it? So uh, I I didn't have to I didn't have to listen to I didn't have to memorize any lines. Right. And I made huge network money (laughs) that I'd never seen before. So. Uh, it like paid off all my student loans. I, you know, it was just amazing. But and we're talking northwestern yeah, loans. Yeah, no kid. Yeah, yeah. not like the kids have now. Right. I I, owed, I I put myself through school, so I had a lot, a yeah. lot more than most of the people I knew. So I paid that off. It was oh my god, I remember that day. It was so awesome. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, when I got sober, I started kind of you know looking at a spiritual thing, and I and I was dating my now wife who was jewish and i didn't need to convert to marry her but when i was on that show jesse the bright kaufman crane who produced it they also produced friends and veronica's closet and a bunch of shows um marta kaufman was reading a book called the jew and the lotus which was like jewish meditation essentially and I got into meditating and that combined with my wife kind of led me down. I, I didn't even want to convert. I just wanted to know more. I just wanted to not be the guy in my wife's family going, hey, Shabbat, hello, everybody. You, know, like, you got any mayonnaise for this corned beef yeah, sandwich? Yeah, I want to I want to wrap my bacon around the shrimp, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> so, right, right, right. I mean, they weren't they weren't very serious or anything, but. Uh, they, you know, they were Jewish, whatever. And I, I wanted to know, and I was interested. And, and so you take these classes and then where do you take, the I, I had never, I never thought I was going to convert, but then I took the classes and I was like, well, That's you not know, bad. Uh, why not? I mean, it's, I've done it all. I've, I've, I, I, all I got to do is do this bet din where you face these three rabbis and they ask you a bunch of questions. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. And then, then it came to then I found out, oh no, John, you're not you're not going to get the Jewish credentials uh, <laughs> unless you get recircumcised. Yeah, that's not good. That's wait, that, is, is that like, a re- is this for real? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you you were circumcised, but not by a moil. You have to be circumcised by a moil if you really want to be to you know to be officially Jewish. And at first, I was like, just horror shock and horror but then sort of my drug addict dark side of myself (laughs) came out and was like wait a minute i gotta see what the hell this is all about it's good shtick it was like and it was like at least it was going to be good stand-up material which of course it is right and and it was it was done by the lady who did your makeup (laughs) on the in the geico (laughs) way not many people know that I know, and she did it with her teeth. It was really weird. No, uh, so I I go to the valley. I, I find myself in a bathroom in the valley in this Moyle's house, and he sticks. He says a he said he says a couple of Jewish uh, blessings. Yeah. There's blessing. Jews have blessings for everything, yeah. even sticking a needle into right. a penis. Yeah, and he and he sticks the needle in. Hurts like hell. 
no blood. So he does it again. Oh, oh yeah, you need the blood. He needs to get a drop of blood. So he does it. I'm I'm just like, you know, in shock. And and then he takes a piece of um of gauze. This was the weirdest part. He takes a piece of gauze and ties it doesn't like he ties it around the shaft of my penis like in a half knot yeah everybody everybody listening to this is absolutely cringing right now (laughs) i know everybody's turtling all the women are snickering all the guys are yeah the women are like this is great uh but and so i come home and my wife is like, oh, my God. And she, like, pulls it. Like, he tied it in a bow, essentially. <laughs> like, who does Happy that? birthday, honey. Yeah, and my wife just unwraps it like a present. <laughs> oh, honey, I'm sorry. But, um, this what I've I, always wanted. Uh, it was so bizarre. It was so ancient and yeah. ridiculous and trippy as hell. But, um, and you're yeah. From, you're, from, my, you're, my, you're from Overland Park. You're a suburb of Kansas City, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, Overland Park, which is now like super hoity-toity, when uh, like it's fancy there. I used to sell paper, and my territory was in Kansas City, so I know all about Overland Park and Lenexa. Those, you know, all those areas were was exactly you know where my territory was. The oh, ho- really? Yeah. And oh, oh my God, yeah, great. Uh, I, uh, Hayward's Pit Barbecue. Did you ever eat there <laughs> um, on Sweetser? Uh, I went to like the Hereford House. I remember we go there a lot. Isn't that what it was uh-huh, called? Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. And then Archer Arthur. What is the Arthur Arthur Bryant? Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the that's the mecca uh, that's the yeah that's t- they just give you a piece of wonder bread a slice of wonder bread yeah about five pounds of brisket they paint it with uh with a paintbrush barbecue sauce on top and then put another piece of wonder bread and yeah. that's that's heaven awesome. it sounds yeah, it's good awesome. actually you know the th- it, oh it's so amazing the thing that i noticed there when i was um work you know when i would i would go there three times a year four times a year they didn't really no Jews very well, you know what I, you know, it, and, and and they were not. I mean, they were never, you know, they were never rude or anything. But they never quite understood the whole Jewish thing. In fact, I have a story. Right around Thanksgiving, I was there, and one of them asked me. In fact, my Overland Park, Kansas um, customer asked me, "Do Jews celebrate Thanksgiving?" And I remember thinking, <laughs> and, and I remember, and I, and I remember thinking to myself, "Well, yes, we, Independence Day too." <laughs> yeah, right. You know yeah, that—that's like Jews. Do Jews wear shoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Um, you know, when I came home for a family reunion, they played "Release the Jew" and they shoved me out into the wilderness and had hound dogs chasing me while they all. Uh, yeah, but no, yeah, it's Kansas. Listen, Kansas is an awesome place to grow up, especially if you're white, straight, male and Christian. Right. Um, but if you're not any of those things, you, you're still okay. Cause, cause ultimately I think it boils down to personal connection. You know, if like my, my uncle Larry, he passed away, but he was classic red state, uh, Kansan. And he, you know, had had never been around that many black people or that many gay people. Mm-hmm. And so he had, you know, he would say things that were really offensive that he didn't realize. Right. Well, his son, my cousin, uh, 
is gay and and had an african-american boyfriend oh, wow <laughs> and they're wow. jewish <laughs> wow and um, and of course larry loved them both right. so yeah. then he you know that's how you know so anyway yeah, yeah I well i know ne- yeah i never had any there was absolutely no rudeness or anything it was just they just didn't you know didn't know you know uh right you know right you guys are funny right that's the, those are the jews right you know, you, uh but so, so what are you doing these days you've got you you're, you're i know you're working because we had a hard time getting you nailed yeah, down for I this interview about that no that's yeah, okay I, but it means it means the good things are happening why don't you tell us some of those good things that are happening well, I okay. So I I started in a show uh, a while back on TBS called Ten Items or Less, mm-hmm. right? And um, then I did a show on Hulu called Quick Draw, and and those kind of led me. And I produced and wrote both of them as well as as starring in them, and so that kind of led me and uh, down a path of sort of executive producing and creating shows and. I've done uh, pilots and stuff that didn't go, (laughs) but paid the bills. And uh, right now I'm working on a a show for Disney uh, that uh, is uh, really fun. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's sort of like a comedy version of uh, Pretty Little Lies. Or Mm -hmm. was that the one? Pretty Little Lies, the one on HBO. Wait, is it Pretty Little Lies? Uh, Yeah, I know know the one with the Nicole Kidman one. Yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Small Little Lies. yeah, it's like, like that. That. yeah. yeah. it's like that but it's more um it, it's kind of like, you know a little bit more disney yeah and then uh and then i a little less yeah. wife beady yeah a little less a little less wife beady <laughs> yes fewer sex scenes uh, oh, oh then, that's too uh, bad yeah. yeah but um and then a and i'll probably I'll pro- if it goes to full you know all the way i there's a good chance i'll play a part in that as well and then we just sold a show uh, right. Starring Kirstie Alley, Kirstie Alley, who's also from Kansas, oh. Wichita, Ian, uh, that we're producing and uh, writing, and um, I, I I'll probably play a part on that too. So those are the two things. I a couple of other things that aren't worth mentioning, although. I have been uh, developing a show with Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong, oh, which awesome. is like, that's pretty awesome. That's, that's been really fun. That's Ty Cobb of Company. Don't let him get you back on the LSD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, stay away. <laughs> I know. He's like, well, I wrote, we're writing this thing for him, and, and um, I've written myself a part of playing like his uh, – uh, his bong. I want to play his bong. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and he, yeah, he, he, he's. I mean, it's amazing being around him because it's like, it's almost like a bad. He's like a bad poster child because he's so lucid and so with it. Yeah, uh, and so sharp. It's like Jesus, dude. Shouldn't your brain yeah, be right. Right. you How know that burned possible? out? <laughs> yeah. But he's like, and he's really, he's really, he's everything you'd want him to be. Really sweet and funny and just the same as he was back in Up in Smoke. You know, it's really cool. Before we continue any further with Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You, fashion faux pas like cargo shorts. I am glad you mentioned faux pas because we will also reveal the best ways for survival in Paris. Was that a Parisian accent? I was just that way and I have a bad cold. That and texting tips on the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury 
and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Bonsoir. <laughs> Adios. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of Coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opai show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. This is Stick to Everything with Paul and Banks. And I'm Larry Hawley as we talk about the three stages of March, beginning first with the anniversary of the pandemic. Then I cover the culture of the Emerald Isles and St. Patrick's Day. One of the happier days of the year. And we have a pretty emotional one last sip. So be sure to tune in to this edition of Stick to Everything. Listen to Stick to Everything podcast with Larry Hawley and Paul and Banks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio misfits back to our guest on minutia men celebrity interview well we really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule You're awesome. uh, yeah, really this was this it. was a real fun interview and i'm gonna be cringing now every time i see you yeah. <laughs> realizing what has gone on down in the nether regions yeah. but yeah. But we really appreciate you being on the show, and, and we wish you the best of luck in the future. And when you're back in Chicago, uh, we'll buy you a Lumonati's yeah, pizza or it. whatever. I love Chicago, and I'm so glad to see the Bears doing well. It's it's great to see. We, as long as they don't beat the Chiefs, I'm, I'm very happy. Uh, we were rooting. Hey, we've got a Chiefs coach. Our coach is a former uh, Chiefs coach. I know. Yeah. I wish he, they, they got to stop leaving. We need to <laughs> just let us win first. Well, you did pretty well. Uh, and, uh, you yeah, know, um, yeah, we were rooting yeah, for so, you. Yeah. But it's good to see uh, Tom Brady get it, right? Yeah. Thank God he finally yeah, won something. He so deserves it. <laughs> yes. He so deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate right, it. Thanks, best buddy. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Take, guys, easy, John. Take care. See you. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano. With opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O P P I H shows.com. Distributed by Ed Silla from the Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we talk about those cool little hidden features that could be on your car, and they're called Easter eggs. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for this story and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lozano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.
Check Out Back to You, hosted by Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Did you listen to their show this week? Oh, yeah, I did hear it. Well, Steve and Howard, they're very eloquent. They're very uh, soulful, don't you think? I mean, they yeah. really... Um... And they're funny. You know, the thing about that I like about that show is, for you know, they're, they're friends. It's like, yeah, right. it's actually, they're a little bit like us, except like 10 years older basically. Yeah, does Steve have a Costco jar of Howard's romantic uh, mishaps? I don't I, think yeah. so. You know, I have a jar of your romantic mishaps, too. Would you like me to pull some of those out? <laughs> Save it. We need. We have content every week we gotta fill. Don't don't blow it right now. Minutia Men. Listen to us on Spotify, opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits.